This is Gemara Megillah, Daf Chof Aleph. All learning for this month, the month of Tevis, has been generously sponsored by a close friend of the Daf, Zechanishwas, his father, Vayar Leib, and Yerviakov Zatzal. They're learning the entire Chabura that Baruch Hashem keeps on growing. It should be a tremendous Chosli in Neshama, Vayar Leib, and Yerviakov as he's oiled to a higher and higher place in Ganeidim Shalmaila. As well as all learning should be a Choshidach, with the version of Rimba, it's a good Chosli, which is 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 a good Chosli, As well, the learning should be a Chosli, which is a good 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 Chosli, we pick it up on the very top of Chaf Aleph Amr Aleph Baruch Hashem another exciting day in the daf as we're going to conclude the second parak here of the Meseches Megillah as we start a new week, and as Rosh Chaydish is on the horizon, if anyone would like, we're happy to share the schos of the learning. Please reach out regarding sponsorships. But most importantly, let's pick it up on the top of the Amud, as the Gemara says, And this is continuing the list that we saw in the Mishnah of all the different things that have to be done by day. And says the Gemara, Amri in the second line of Chafal Alif, Kapara Ksivba Kikachim. It says Kapara, and therefore it's the same status as Karbanais, which therefore, Again, we're talking about the Egla Arufa, the, the decapitated calf, and therefore it has the same status as Karbanis. And we continue in the Gemara, the Tahiris Mitzayra, and the Tahira of the Mitzayra has to be by day. It's on the day of the Tahira. And then the Mishnah said, First half of the Mishnah was the entire day, was Kasha for the Megillah, for Lula, for Musaf, etc., for Tvila, etc. Excuse me, Mitzayra says that the Mishnah at the end and call Halayla Kashalik Sirus Aimer. The entire night is Kasher for the next list in the Mishnah, which was Ksirus Aimer, etc. So we begin with Ksirus Aimer, cutting down of the Aimer, says the Gemara, where we know this from, the Amar Mar, Ksira Usfira Balayla Vahava Bayoim. Says Amar, says the Raisa, the Ksira. And the the counting of the Aymer, excuse me, is done at night, and the bringing of the Aymer is done by day. And then the Mishnah continued, the burning of the fats and the limbs, which of course was a full night procedure in the base of Migdash, could be done the entire night. How do I know? The entire night until the morning. And then the Mishnah concluded with a general rule. And then it said, And as we've all know from all the Gemaras that we've learned, that any time the mission concludes with a Zaklal, this is the rule. Obviously, that line is coming to include something. The Mishnah had a whole list of things kosher by day, a whole list of things kosher by night. And then it concludes Zaklal. Obviously, the Zaklal is coming to include something. So, in classical fashion, says the Gemara. What is the general rule of everything done by day is coming to include the setting up and the removal of the bazichin. What were the bazichin? The bazichin were the spoons of the katiris that was sitting on the shulchan. That the mishnah is coming to include that you have the entire day to set up and the removal of the spoons. And who does this go like? Says the Gemara. You remove the old spoon in the morning, the cedar as a chadasha arvis, and you set up the new spoon in the evening. If that's what you did, 
Says Rabbi Yaisi, there's nothing wrong with it. Meaning, listen what just happened. In the morning, you remove the old spoon. There could have been eight hours, ten hours until the night, and in the night, you put on the new spoons. Even though there's an entire day, almost, without the spoons on the Mishulchan, it's no problem. Because the entire day is kosher for this Avaida. So when the Mishnah says, this is the rule, it's coming to include this case, that the entire day, let it remove and set up the spoons. Umani, Makayim, and ask the Gemara, one second. What do we fulfill if Nei Hashem Tamid, it says with regards to the Shulchan, that the entire day has to be constantly, and seemingly constantly would mean, which is the opinion that argues on Rav Yaisi, that says the spoons have to be the moment you remove, excuse me, the moment you remove, you bring the new spoon, just like this bread, the moment you take out the bread, you push them in with the new breads. Says the Gemara, it's exactly what it comes to include according to Rav Yaisi. Shalye Shulchan, Baloy Lechem, then it's not allowed to be, one, well now the Machlik is how to the gears of the Gemara here. Either the Gemara means yolin that there should not be an entire night without bread, or in, that, that's the Pashib Shavuot it means, and we'll leave it at that. And let's just see the bottom Rashi, over, the last Rashi in the Perik, let's see over here. The what's Rav Yaisi, Dama Masechus Menachas, Afilu Silek Asi Yishana Shachrus. You see this Chadosh Arvis, Ein Zeh, Ein Zu Aisa Tamid, Umahu Tamid, what does it mean Tamid? Shalom Yolin Shulchan Belo Lechem, that the entire night can't be without bread. Meaning, the daytime is not a problem, you have the whole day to do that, but you can remove the old in the morning, but the new in the night. But the entire night can't be without bread. Avul Rabbanon, that's why we're seeing this Rashi. Rashi speaks out, who argues on Rav Yesi like we spoke out, the Sheet of the Rabbanon. This tefach, this edge pushes this edge, and it was simultaneous. It was never a month split second without the breads and without the bezich, without the spoons. And then the Mishnah concluded that any avoida which is done at night, you have the entire night. Says the Gemara, the same question. Lasuye was is coming to include lasuye achilas something we dealt with extensively. And Gemara Psachim, they have the entire night to eat the carbon Pesach. And the Gemara explains, It's not like Rav Azariah. Who's Rav Lozben Azariah? Titania of Achlus Abalser Belayla Zen. You keep the flesh in this night. Amr Rav Lozben Azariah. Nemar Khan Belayla Zen. Menemar Lhalon. And it says elsewhere, Vavarti Beres Mitzrayim. Excuse me. I passed through the land of Mitzrayim. On that night, which is by Makas Bechayrois, Malahalon, this past week's parsha, Ad Chatzois, Afkan Ad Chatzois. So, Rabbi Azariah says, How long do we eat the Karma Pesach? Only until Chatzois. Our Mishnah is not like that. Our Mishnah is arguing, and the Mishnah is going with the other man, the Amr, that says, You have the entire night to eat the Karma Pesach. So, the Zah Cloud, the general rule in the Mishnah, is coming to include two cases. By day, it's coming to teach us, like Rav Yaisi, that the removal of the spoons of the Ketairas on the Shulchan, the Bazichin, could be done in the morning and then at night, even as many hours without it, because the entire day is one entity. And similarly, at night, the entire night is one entity that you could eat the Karma Pesach the entire night. We should return. We should do Chazara. We should do an incredible review of this fascinating second barrack, the barrack that dealt with the Megillah itself. The par- excuse me, they're not the ultimate Megillah itself. The barrack that dealt with many of the Medinim of the Megillah, we should do an incredible Chazara in Mirza Hashem. And now, what do we do? Of course, as always, we go headstrong into the new parak. Says the Mishnah, You're allowed to read the Megillah standing or sitting. One person can read the Megillah, two people can read the Megillah simultaneously. Yatsu. 
You are Yaitse. In a minog that you make the bracha on the Megillah, you make the bracha. Now, that's the end of the dinam of the Megillah in the Mishnah. Now, says the Mishnah, going into the dinam of Kriya Satayra. Either on Monday or Thursday, and Shabbos and Mincha, how many aliyos are there? Karin Shleisha, three aliyos. Ain Paychas and Mamei Maisif and Alem. There's no Isafas during the week. Monday, Thursday, Shabbos, Mincha, three aliyos, no more, no less. Vein Maftir and Benavi, and there's no Avtairo. Hapoiseach Vachoisim Batairo. The one that opens and the one that concludes in the Tairo. Not each and every aliyah. The first and the last. The first one does the bracha before, and the last does the bracha after. Mavarich Lafanel, Ula Achrel. On Rosh Chaydash, Ubechayle Shalmayit, and Acholamayit, Karin Araba. In Baichzim, man, in Maisif, in four Aliyos, no more, no less. In Maftir, Menavi, no Avtaira. And again, Abaseva, Chaysim, Atayra, Mavarich, Lafa, Neha. Ulachra, the one that starts and the one that ends, makes the bracha before and after, respectively. Zaklal. Now the Mishnah gives a rule how to always remember the Aliyos. Kol Shish, by Mosaf, Veina Yantiv, which of course, like Rosh Chaydash, that we have coming up, Karin Araba, four Aliyos. Beyantiv, Chamisha, five Aliyos. Beyom, Kipurim, Shisha, and Shabbos, Shiva, ain't by Chazim Mayhem. You cannot do less, but Avul Maisif and Aleihem, you'll add to add on. Umaftirim Benavi, you have Avteira, Poseva, Chazim Ateira, Mevarach Lavanel Achra. So we have two parts in the Mishnah. The first part of the Mishnah dealt with the Megillah itself. You'll add to be standing and sitting, and you'll add to read it with multiple people. The second half of the Mishnah dealt with the Aliyahs during the week. Three. The verse Chaydesh four, Chalamayit four, and then it went and did you jump to five, Yom Kippur six, and Shabbos seven. Just one detail that we have to f- focus in on. The Mishnah three times said, Three different times, as you see highlighting in front of you. So the obvious question is, why did the Mishnah repeat itself three times? And indeed, Taisus over here asks that Kasha, what's the reason the Mishnah said it three times? And Taisus responds, that, you know what the reason is? Because you would think whichever one is greater than its friend, that has more aliyos, now maybe each and every one has to make an aliyah, so the Mishnah hones in and says, no, still only the first and last has to make a bracha, which of course we know is not what we do, but we will get there. Says the Gemara Tana, we learned in the Mishnah, Mash Inkin Bataira, the Mishnah said, Megillah Yiladalain, standing or sitting, says the Gemara, but it comes to the Taira, no, when it comes to the Taira, you have to stand, and Rashi points out, we're talking about Bitsibar, you're not allowed to sit down, because we cover that Sibar. Says the Gemara Minan, immediately, where do we know this din? That you're not allowed to sit down when you're reading the Torah in public. Says the Shem Tamoisha, you stand here with me. So just like I, Kaviyach, whatever that means, as if to say, Hashem is standing, Moshe has to stand with them. And similarly, when we're leaning the Torah, we have to do the same. If not for the Pasuk, that made it sound like as if Hashem is standing, no one would, God forbid, able to portray Hashem in a human form. How do you know that the Rebbe can't be on the mita on the bed, and the Talmidim on the ground? You think maybe the Rebbe's allowed to be higher? Says the Gemara, no. We're equal, whatever that means. So, so to the Rebbe and the Talmud have to be on the same level. Tanarab, Anan, says the Gemara, a bit of history. Mimais Yeshua, Barav Gamliel, Loyalamdin, Taira, Elam, Yumad. 
One time that Moshe Rabbeinu, until Rav Gamliel was nifter, whoever learned Torah, they never sat. Kavodat Taira. They stood when they learned. But then Misha Meis Rav Gamliel, what happened? Yard Chayli Leilam. We got weaker. Vayelamaydim Taira Miyushav sitting. Vahinu Ditznan. That is the meaning of the Mishnah five lines to the bottom that says Misha Meis Rav Gamliel and Gamliel is nifter. Bottle Kavodat Taira. Ksavecharaimer one pasuk says Misha Bahar and I'll sit in the mountain. Ksavecharaimer Menochi Amarati Bahar. I'll stand in the mountain. Amarav I made Velay made Ramosha. Would stand and learn Yeshiv Ishaina. He would sit down when he heard his review. Rav Chanina Amar, no, Lo Aimid, Velo Yeshiv, Elisheicha, he was leaning. Rav Yechan Amar, in Yeshiva, Eloshan Akava. What does the word Ashiva mean? It doesn't mean sitting, it means holding back. Shnamar, Vateshu, Bakadish, Yamim Rabin, doesn't mean they sat in the place called Kadish. It means they stayed there for many days. And Rav Amar, Akkois, Meumaid, Vekashais, Meumaid. And Rav says the difficult Sugyas. They were learned sitting down, they need more strength. And the easier sugars they were learned standing. So, of course, even though we're seeing that after of Gamliel is Nifter, bottled Kavanah Torah to some extent, and we're allowed to sit when we learn. But of course, we can take a bit of a chizik, a bit of inspiration, what it means to learn Torah. That it used to be you wouldn't sit down when you're learning Hashem's spoken word. How could that be? Incredible. Says the Gemara on the last line, Kar Echad Kar Shnayim Yaisa. <coughs> Excuse me. Said in the Mishnah, if one person reads the Megillah, if two people read the Megillah, you are Yaitse. As we turn over to Ahmed Beis, Chaval from Beis says the Gemara Tana, we learned in Abraisa Mashinkin by Taira. Taira is not that way. When it comes to Taira, two people are not allowed to read. By Megillah, we just said two people can read. But Taira, no, it has to be one person. Tana Rabbanan says the Gemara, by Taira, Echad Kaira, Vachamatarkim. By Taira, one person reads and one person translates. You cannot have two people translating. And Rashi speaks out the reason is, because the reason they translated the Torah so people understood and people heard. And the reason you have to understand the Torah is to know what the mitzvahs are. And that's the reason why if you were to have two people translating you can have two people translating because you're not going to hear properly but by Navi you let have two people translating what's the reason? because there's no mitzvahs to learning by Navi and by Navi why are we translating? we're just translating so everyone can hear to do it loudly and therefore Navi is not I don't want to say as important but therefore two people can translate but even Navi you can't have two people reading Halal and Megillah is incredible. Even 10 could read simultaneously. 10 could translate. Why? My time says the Gemara. Since it's Chavit, it's beloved to us. Halal, we're praising Hashem. The Megillah, the incredible story, which we've learned already, is also a canon on the same level as a Halal. Therefore, you put your mind on it and you'll be able to hear it. So even if two, ten, three are reading simultaneously, it's not a problem. Says the Gemara about ten, eight lines to the bottom. Wherever you have to make a bracha in the Megillah, the minog you make the bracha. This is only the bracha afterwards, which the statement of Abayi teaches us an incredible halacha. We're seeing is that the level of uh, um, excuse me, of obligation of the bracha on Megillah is less the bracha after the Megillah. That's a minog to say it. But the bracha before the Megillah is a mitzvah. How do we know that? Of course, we make a bracha on all mitzvahs before you do it. My mashma asked the Gemara, a Gemara that we've seen many, many times, Gemara in we saw it in Sukkah. How do we know that the word 
Oiver means before, says the Gemara, who Amar Amnachbar Yitzhak Amar Krav, Yorat Achimat Derech Akikar, Achimat ran the way of the vineyard, Vayavar Esai Kushi. And he was Oiver the Kushi. And what does Oiver mean? Oiver means he passed by. So we see it means that beforehand you have to say the Bracha. Abay Amar Meachav, who Avar Lefneim, and he went in front of them. Again, another source that means in front of them, Yibayzim Meachav, Yavar Melachim Lefneim Hashem Bereisham. So we see they have to make brachas beforehand. So the bracha before the Megillah is on a higher level. It's a mitzvah. The bracha after the Megillah is only a minog. And that's the reason why, very important, that the bracha after the Megillah, we only say, for example, berabim, we only say with a minion. And we wouldn't say it biyachin. And that's one of the reasons we're saying over here is only a minog to say the bracha afterwards. Says the Gemara, Lefanea, Maimavarik. What is the text of the bracha? Rav Shishin, Mikatarzia, Ikla, Lekamed, Ravashi, Yubarich, Manach. What is Manach, says Rashi. Rashi is six lines into the narrow lines. Al-Mikra Megillah is the Mem, the Nun is Shasanisim, Veshechianu. The three incredible brachas when we read the Megillah, Mikra Megillah, Shasanisim, Veshechianu. And of course, the Shechianu, we remind everyone that are being Yaiti, the rest of the mitzvahs of Purim. Lachareha Amayim Mivarich. What is the bracha? After the Megillah, a bit of a lengthier bracha, Baruch to Hashem, Elkeinu Melech HaElam, Harav Esriveinu, we say blessing to Hashem, who takes up our grievances, Vatanastineinu, He judges our cases, Vatanoikim Esnikma Haseinu, and He takes, takes revenge, Vatanifrolanu Mitzareinu, and he pays back those that deserve him. And he destroys all our enemies. Who pays back the Kalaiso from all their enemies. And Rav Omar, no. We conclude a slightly different, says Rabbi, the God who brings salvation. Amar Rabbah says Rabbah. We have a machlekes. Two opinions. How do you conclude the bracha? So says Rabbah. Helkach. Namrinu l'tarvay. We say both them baruch ata Hashem. Hanifrali Yisrael mikol tzarem. Hakelam Hashem. That's of course what we do. We conclude the bracha with both of them. And now we go into the alachas of kriyas atayra of aliyos. How many aliyos during the week and mincha by Shabbos? We start off with three. B'sheni b'chamishi b'shabbos a mincha karin shleisha. Says the Gemara. Honey shleisha. Can I get me a fundamental question? We should ask yourself. We are kriyas atayra. Every Monday, every Thursday, Shabbos and Mincha. Why three? Where does three come from? Amar Ravasi, can I get? Taira, Nevi'im, Ksuvim. Two lines from the wide lines. Rabbi Amar, can I go on Nevi'im, the Israelim? Ask the Gemara, Allah the Tani Rav Simi, that which Rav Simi said, Ein Poichasin, Meyur Psukim. Excuse me, whoa, we just lost the daf. Says Rav Simi, here it is one more time on the first medium sized line. Ein Poichasin, Meyur Psukim, a base I can ask. Says Rav Simi taught us, you can never say less than 10 Psukim. Vayedaber, Oilam in a minion, and Vayedaber count. Asara, can I get me? Where does 10 Psukim come from? So we know we have three Aliyah, Tarin of Yim Ksuvim, Kahanam Levim. Yisraelim. But now it says, okay, now that you're explaining, where do the ten psukim, the minimum amount for Kriya Zatayra? He's ten psukim, where does that come from? Ben Levi, Keneged, As we saw very recently, towns should always have ten people devoted full time to learning and nothing else. They're Batlanim, not Batlanim as the term means that they're doing nothing and sitting idle. The exact opposite, they're Batl from Malacha, and they sit and learn Tayra each and every day. Rav Yisav Amar, Keneged, Esara, Adibr, Shem, Moshe, Lesinai, Daseres, Adibr. The ten my that the world was created. As it says the Gemara, hey you. Where, uh, wh- how do you count the ten mamarais by Yomer Diberatius? Hani Tishavai says the Gemara, one second. If you start counting and you go from the Beratius, what do we have? We only have nine. 
Hey, Ninu, what are the ten utterances? Bayomer de Bereshis is only nine. Answers the Gemara, Bereshis Nami Maimru. Bereshis itself is considered a Maimar, a statement of Hashem to create the world. So we see the word, that was the creation, that was a statement, an utterance of Hashem in the creation of the world. And now we go, okay, so we learned this three Aliyahs, Monday, Thursday, Shabbos, Mincha. Why? We have ten Sukkim minimum each time. Why? A plus of reasons the Gemara just taught us, the ten Batslanim, the ten Mamaris of Hashem, etc. The ten, uh, there was a Giris over here that they took out, the ten Hilulim that David sent a Savior to him. But now says the Gemara, Amar Rava, Rishon Shekara Dalin Meshobach, Shini Shekara Dalin Meshobach, Shlishi Shekara Dalin Meshobach. Says Rava, any of the three Aliyahs, if you have the extra Pasik, because there's three Aliyahs, three, six, nine, three minimum, three, six, nine. Wait, so where's the tenth Pasik? So says Rava, whichever one, if the first one does four, he's the best. If the second does four, he's praiseworthy. If the third does four, he's praiseworthy. And now let's look at Rashi for a moment before we see the Gemara. The source today says Rashi about 15 lines of the bottom. Rishon. The first of the three that reads for Psalm. If the first doesn't do it, the second does it. The third does Now Rashi points out, and this is what we wanted to point out. Let's say it's a longer part so each person could read four Bakarakal Echar Bob Sogim Kulan Mishubacham, they're all praiseworthy. So it's something to remember. A longer Aliyah is more praiseworthy. And now the Gemara speaks out, where do we know this source? From three lines to the white lines. How do we know that the Tanabish Kubai Shal Shalish son reminiscent of the Gemara and Shkalim? There were three Kubais that were three Salar, Shivahem, Tarmin, Asalishka, and they would give the Chuma, they would give the Machsa Shekel, they would put in these three boxes. And it was written on them, Aleph, Abayz, Gimel. Why? To know which one came first. Why do we care which one came first? This is a source. First is the best. This is a source that is a mitzvah for the first one. Similarly, if the first person does four psukim, he is praiseworthy. And now the Gemara continues in the first white line. If the middle guy reads four is praiseworthy, how do I know that? The Tanya. We see this from the Menayur and the Beis Amigdash and all the candles face towards the center one. The three, there were seven candles. So the three in each side were face towards the Ner Maravi, the middle candle. Venera Maravi would face Klavi Shrina. And on this, Amarav Yechlan, the second white line, Mikansha M. Sai Meshubach. From here we see that the middle one is praiseworthy. You go up and you don't go down. So if the first is good and the second is good, certainly the third is good. And Rapapa praised him. Beautiful. Says the Gemara in Sifin. So these three Aliyahs, you can't do more, you cannot do less. Says the Gemara, six signs to the bottom Tanah. The first makes the first bracha, the last makes the last bracha. This is the line that we have to realize, like we pointed out. What do we do? We each make the bracha before and after every Aliyah. Why? So when my leave early and so I come late. So if the 
first bracha, first person makes only the bracha beforehand, what happens if you leave early? You'll think there was no bracha after the laning. And if someone came late and there's he missed the first bracha, then he thinks there's only bracha after the laning. So because of that, people coming early and late, we not early late, people coming late and leaving early, they made a gzeira that each and every person should make the bracha. Says the Gemara, under coming up in two days, we read four aliyos. Parshas Rishchidesh Kitzar Kairin Aisa, a very, very perhaps famous Gemarian concept, but we'll be able to see it together and hopefully we'll appreciate the lane in this Rishchidesh that much more. The Parsha of Rishchidesh, how do you lane it? Why? Savitz Bnei Savamart Alimis Karbanilachmi Davian Tam Nepsokim says the Gemara, we have a problem. The Pasik, the Parsha is only eight Psokim. So, Echinavit, how do you divide up eight Psokim? Nick read Trey Tlasa, let two people read three, which is six Psokim, Tlasa Psuki, Pashlu. Trade, there's only two left, and you're not allowed to do that. You never lead it less than three. And when we say parsha, parsha is every payer samach in the Torah, so you can't leave less than three psukim to the next parsha. Psukim. Nikri arba arba. Let each one read four. So now we finish the first parsha. Okay, so those eight psukim are taken care of. So what's the next parsha? Pashalu shiva. There's seven psukim now left. So now we're also having issues because we have two aliyahs left, and we have two psukim followed by five. What you do? Let Aliyah number three read two from the first parsha and one from the next parsha. What happens as we turn over to tomorrow's The real problem is in You never let it begin a parsha less than three. So if I'm leaning two from Yom Shabbos, I can't just lean one for the next parsha. So what do I do? So the okay, so lean two from Yom HaShabbos, and then lead three, because you have to always start with three. Three for the next parsha. What's the problem? Pashalu Trey, it's only a five pasik parsha. She left over with two psukim. And therefore, what are we supposed to do? We're stuck between the rock and the hard place. How do we do a leaning by and he responds, Amar loy, loy zuloy shamate. I didn't hear this. But Kiyoyte by Shamate, or similarly, the Tanan be a Marishan, Bereshis be Yerakiah, Betane Allah, and this is the Gemara and Tainis that we saw very recently, Bereshis be Shnayim Yerakiah be Echon. And we have the same problem, Vavinamba, and we're actually going to stop over here, but we all know what the same problem is going to be, and tomorrow we're going to get into the fasting Machlaikas between Rav and Shmuel, whether you're a Dailig, you skip, whether you, you double, whether Paisik, you split it at Pasik in half. We'll pick up from the the parish of Bibarishes, tomorrow's year, Bisiata Dishmayo.